0: Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God.
1: This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest.
0: Your hermitage of the heart.
1: Your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds and to heaven to draw on the wisdom of the saints. And today is a Q and a show. And I've got a few questions that I think we've dealt with before. You ready? Sure. On the demonic and how they cause issues. So here's a question. How do you know when you're dealing with a demon of discord and what can you do about it?
0: Mm. Demon of discord. Okay. Well, the first thing and the first thing that comes to mind is understanding what you're listening to in your head, right? right? Where are the thoughts coming from? And what is the tone of those thoughts, Mm -hmm. right? What is the tone of those thoughts? Um, We have a a really beautiful exorcist priest in our circle of influence, uh, a dear friend. And he shared something with me that I, I think is remarkable. And that is that, um, you know, how do you recognize God's voice, like Mm -hmm. what is God's voice sound like? Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't sound like this, it's not of God, which I think is phenomenal. So here it is. Here's the key and listen closely. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Right. Right. If there's no self-control. Right. No peace no patience no kindness no generosity no faithfulness no love mm-hmm. it's not of God right,
1: right? Well, and, and she know I think she knows it's it's not of God I think that's I love that what you're sharing mm-hmm. um and so you're saying I'm just asking you you're saying to be aware of what you're hearing in your head
0: right and the fruit of what's happening, right? Right. So it, so it's divisiveness, right? Right. Discord, discord and Mm -hmm. divisiveness. Right. Right. Um, and, and the thing is, it doesn't, we need to keep in mind that what we're dealing with is not flesh and blood, but rather principalities. Right. right?
1: Which you just quoted St. Paul and Corinthians.
0: Right. So it, so say you have a situation at work, right? And, um, as as you are conversing or as you're in a meeting, like somebody shared with me, they were in a meeting the other day, two of their co-workers started to bicker mm-hmm. and started to to go at one another. No charity, no generosity, no self-control, no peace, you know, just ding ding ding, you know, this this intensity, urgency a lack of charity, mm-hmm. right, in words and in kindness. That doesn't mean that you can't speak truth or deal with difficult issues, but the manner in which in which it's being done will tell you if there's a spirit of discord um, or dis-ease in it, which is coming from the enemy. And that means that people's mannerisms, their ability to control their emotions, um, their generosity of spirit, their kindness, the words they're using, take on an ugly tone, become disruptive, um, tear demeaning. down the re- meaning, tear down relationships, um, cause a big uproar, right?
1: So you've done a good job of describing how do you know that it's that? And, and let's say <clears throat> there's a human aspect here too. There are three sources of this, or there are two sources of this kind of thing, the demonic and us in a destructive way. Personally, I don't care what the source is, right? So you've said, well, how do you know if it's a demon of discord? I could say, well, how do you know if a person's off base, right? Either way, the answer is the same. And the way you deal with it is the same. Yes. Right? So let's talk about how you deal with it. Right. So I think the way you deal with it is to do what St. Paul said in conjunction with the passage you quoted a minute ago, which is taking every thought captive. To the obedience of Christ. So, what does that mean? It means that we recognize the movement that's happening, right? We recognize the disposition that's emerging in us. We think about our thinking. We identify the problem. And in Jesus' name, we renounce it.
0: Right, right. I think it's absolutely. And I think it's important. Often we can find ourselves right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like it happens so quickly yeah. that you're going, okay, what just happened? Right. You know, why am I feeling this revulsion? What, you know, what's happening here? And so we need to step out of the situation and get somebody else's perspective a holy person, a spiritual director, a priest, a holy friend, right? Not a gossip, partner. not a gossip. But, but this is what I'm experiencing. This is what, these were my thoughts. Mm -hmm. This is what's happening. This is the fruit of it. I mean, this morning I ended up on a phone call with someone that's very dear to us because I called her and I said, this is what I'm experiencing in this situation. I need your perspective. I need your discernment standing on the outside. And it was a beautiful, hopeful thing for me. And it's something that I'm going to take into my prayer for the rest of Lent, right? And
1: that's rule number 13 of St. Zay- Ignatius' discernment. Shining the light on it, right? Yeah.
0: And I think the the biggest difficulty is stepping aside, understanding nothing is urgent. Mm-hmm. Only the enemy thinks everything's urgent. He
1: makes everything urgent. He makes it, you know, it's like, it do it anxiety. now, fix it now. Yeah. You've got to say something.
0: You have to fix this, right? Yeah, Happens all the time. And, yeah. it, and it was a longstanding pattern with me the enemy would start to mess and he would insist that I needed to act right away, Yeah, right away. I had to fix it. And that is straight from the pit of hell, right? Because when, when we go into that, then we can no longer discern. We can no longer think thoughtfully about how I need to approach this. What's a holy way to approach this. How do I solve this problem or this discord or this, whatever it is, right. This unity that's happening in a holy way and in a way that builds a bridge over which truth can pass. Love can be, um, you know, given and received in a, in the true sense of the word, right. Not in a touchy feely way, but in Mm -hmm. the true sense of authentic love and, uh, be able to bring peace, you know, his peace into it. So I think it's discernment, um, self-control time to reflect and think and then shining the light on the situation and getting somebody else's perspective especially if you feel yourself just being sucked in to a situation
1: and there's a book i wrote on this called spiritual warfare and the discernment of spirits on how to do this how to understand discern know what to do how to respond how to react how to not get sucked into these conflicts um, or sucked into thought patterns that are destructive to you, spiritual warfare and discernment of spirits, you can get it at EWTN's Religious Catalog. And if you buy it from them, two things happen. They will actually send you the book and you'll help their mission, which is very good stuff. Yeah. Uh, the next question, kind of similar, um, but you've dealt with this a ton. Like you are like queen expert of the universe on this. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to ask you not, to go. I don't I'm not to say
0: I'm not a queen of anything okay. except for I'm a, I'm a daughter of the king. That's it.
1: Okay. So here's the question: How do demons of conflict work on a spouse who is struggling with her, his, or her role in an unequal yoked marriage? Hmm. How can one seeking holiness combat this?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, fascinating question. You know, say it one more time.
1: So how do demons who are causing conflict work on a spouse who's struggling with his or her role in an unequally yoked marriage? How can one seeking holiness combat this? So okay. if I were to reword it I would say what is the normative pattern of demonic influence in unequally yoked marriages and how do you deal with it? That's uh, probably a way to Yeah,
0: so it. we're going to we're going to focus on the spouse that is uh, seeking the way of the Lord,
1: which is probably the one who asked the question right Right
0: because right. that's what I'm what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about unequally yoked marriages, it's where one person is um, fully vested into seeking the Lord and trying to do, follow the Lord uh, in all that they do think behave. Yeah, and the the practices, really me. Yeah. Right. And then a spouse that is not there. Right. right. The yeah. opposite. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. And that's a biblical term
1: if you right. where it's coming so,
0: from. So um just to make, you know, to give people some context if they haven't heard that before. So the way the enemy works is um well, he always works in one of three ways. So if we consider if we take how the Lord works, right? Mm-hmm. Recognizing the Lord's voice and his movements, he draws us to faith hope, and love. Mm -hmm. The enemy draws us to doubt, despair, and narcissism. So the opposite of faith is doubt. Mm -hmm. The opposite of hope is despair. Mm -hmm. And the opposite of love is not hate. It's narcissism. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when we are drawn to doubt, I don't think this marriage is going to work. Right. I don't think he loves me. I don't think he cares about me you know, he's, I don't think he's ever gonna come to God. I don't think God's working in his life, you know, X, Y, Z, right? Doubt, despair, um, hopelessness, Yeah. Um, just wanting to give up, and you know, all of those things. And then narcissism, what about me? Mm-hmm. What about my feelings? You know, what about what I want? Mm-hmm. That's a huge one. What right. about what I want, you know? Right. And I, I remember even hearing somebody years and years ago as I was going through my own difficulty, because I think you know most of our listeners may know at this point that you and I are uh, the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. We both went through annulments, and by God's mercy, um, we were brought to healing and through that annulment process, and and were able to get married in the church. Um, but I remember somebody saying to me in the past when I was going through all those difficulties was, you know, you deserve something better. Right. Right. You, you deserve to be happy. You deserve blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I don't know that I deserve anything. That's narcissism. Right. Narcissism. Mm-hmm. Feeding the narcissism. Right. Right. So those are the ways that the enemy works is to constantly put up a barrier of suspicion, mm-hmm. of hopelessness, of uh, lovelessness, and especially with the narcissism, it causes us to turn in on ourselves, and we no longer want to serve the other. We no want to no longer want to reach across to love. And the thing is, is to follow Christ is to be perfectly selfless. And we are here to be the the um, the helpmate of our spouse, and to be subject to one another as Christ was subject to his parents in Nazareth, right? Mm-hmm. In Bethlehem. Yeah. So that means I give myself away for you and you hopefully give yourself away for me. And in that we serve the Lord. That's what we're called to even if the other spouse does not respond.
1: Yeah, that was good. I'm glad you kind of brought it to that in. So let's do this. We're gonna to go to the break. Um, when we get back from the break, I wanna walk through awareness, which is what you just did. Uh, Understanding and then how you take action. Okay. So, awareness is what you did, thinking about thinking. Now, what do we do about it? Right. is, Is the question. So, when we get back from the break, we'll continue to talk about how the demonic influences our relationships, especially in unequally yoked marriages.
0: We'll be right back.
2: Discover more and apply today at avila This is
1: Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. We're talking about uh, demonic influence on marriage and relationships, unequally yoked spouses. So you have uh, the, the origin, origination of the word is if you have, um, like I have a photo. So, so our, one of our most popular posts at uh, apostoliva.org is actually the most popular post is on a unequally yoked marriages. And it has a giraffe yoked to a mule <laughs> pulling a plow. So, right. so you have one end really high up and one end's really low, which means it rubs them both wrong because the gait of a giraffe and the gait of a mule are, raw, are not the same. And so it's torture for the animals and it can be torture in marriage with unequally yoked right. marriages. It's incredibly painful. So before the break, you talked about, Becoming aware of where these thoughts are coming from.
0: Well, I talked about how the enemy works. How, right. In an understand. unequ- Yes. Okay, Understanding right. how the enemy affects a spouse in an unequally yoked marriage. Yeah. Marriage, right? Okay. Doubt, despair, narcissism. Now we're going to talk about how to combat that, how to deal with it. And and I and I want to add to this, you know, you have to be very careful when you are in an unequally yoked marriage, to what sources you listen to. And who is speaking into your heart Um, because the enemy will speak often through people you love very much who are watching you suffer. They just want to ease your pain. And they're going to go to the easiest, the the path of least resistance that avoids the cross. Mm. And the thing is, is salvation does not come without the cross. Yeah. We must embrace our cross and sometimes our cross, like sometimes my cross is in the shape of Dan Burke and has a beard. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa.
0: Right. And sometimes Dan's cross is shaped like Stephanie Burke. Oh yeah. That you know, and, and smells looking. like, you know, rose perfume. So right. So, you know, we we just have to we have to understand that. And one of the best things, and you know, I'm kind of going off here, but one of the best things that you and I ever did, which I thought was really beautiful, and you had read something years ago, um, and we put it in place in our marriage, is we put in hedges. Mm-hmm. We put in hedges, like a hedge around your house, right? We put a hedge around our marriage, and we committed to one another that the only person that got inside that hedge, yeah. hedge was Jesus our priest and you and i that right. was it and 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 the priest only in the in the in the context of you know if we needed to talk to a priest and and get you know help yeah. right nobody else got to speak into our marriage and we also didn't speak to others about our marriage so how
1: does that apply to unequally yoked though cuz yeah. that's you have only one who has a good commitment in that sense
0: right right but as i've spoken to an, like i countless directees right yeah. that have been in this situation you know if somebody comes to you and says my husband is a narcissist my husband is blah 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 mm-hmm. blah you know my response is I'm sure that's very painful mm-hmm. the Lord wants to heal you yeah you the Lord wants to meet you, you. in this situation the Lord wants your heart Oh, but what about my husband? I know, but the Lord is saying, I want you. Yeah, because you can't control
1: the other person. All you can control is what, uh, I don't want this time to go by because you're giving good advice, but I want to give folks a handful of resources who are in non-equalio marriages. One, um, uh, spiritual warfare and discernment of spirits will help. Uh, Second, Father Gallagher's best book, in my opinion, by a long shot, it's called Discernment of Spirits in Marriage. Right. And you, what?
0: Well, yes, I love the book. Yeah. But as I said in our series with him, which is a phenom- phenomenal book, yeah. and I said, the wife is given a complete pass here, Father. Oh, need to, yeah, You know, yeah, yeah. because only Mark. She did say it
1: directly. To yeah. Him.
0: Mark in the book is the one with all the problems. She, right. You know, she yeah. she's like a walking saint, right? And but also women struggle wing women struggle hugely with discernment so yes you know discernment of spirits and we have a marriage. mini course a yes. free
1: mini course on we this did. we did 14 sessions with father gallagher right. uh, who wrote the book out on apostoliva.org dot eorg it'll be in the show notes
0: yeah yeah so so in the end you know how do you combat this how do you deal with it you, you really need um, good counsel as in a spiritual director that's versed in in spiritual warfare and mm-hmm. discernment of spirits, deep in prayer themselves, people of prayer that can keep you grounded, as it were, in uh, on the rock of Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. Not out on the sea of tumult, not on the sand of trying to fix others in your life, mm-hmm. but rather going deep in your relationship with the Lord, letting him meet you in that pain, and then offering that to the Lord and, and seeking healing in and through him, right? Mm-hmm. That's where our peace is going to come. And you know what the beauty of that is? And I want every person that is in an unequally yoked marriage to hear this. There is great hope in this because the Lord's at work In that pain, in that suffering, in that cross, the Lord's at work. He wants to heal you and meet you there and draw you to himself. And what's so beautiful is that when he does that, you change, grace flows, and the world changes around you. And and I have seen countless people come to the Lord in a deep, profound way who have ended up bringing about salvation through Christ into their marriage healing through Christ into their marriage. It's remarkable. I've seen people, deathbed conversions. I've seen marriages be repaired after forced abortion and and lack of intimacy after, you know, decades. Tw- decades. I've seen complete transformations when whoever is being drawn by the Lord goes deep with the Lord and all trusts in. All, all in, in completely yeah. in, and allows the Lord to to heal them and then they're able to pray more fervently, more efficaciously for the transformation of those around them, and the Lord works in that.
1: He's Amen. Just it's awesome. Divine Intimacy and Marriage Retreat. When's our next Divine Intimacy and Marriage Retreat? Actually?
0: We are going to have one actually in November of in, of this year, which is twenty twenty two. Right. Right. <laughs>
1: Got to tell people.
0: Um, And that one is going to be in the Diocese of Arlington, Virginia. Mm -hmm. Um, We are also going to have one in Hansville. And that one we do yearly at the Shrine of the Blessed Sacrament where Mother Angelica is buried, Hansville, Alabama. And we do that one over the weekend, whatever weekend's closest or overlapping with Valentine's Day. Right. Um, And that's really, really great. So
1: folks want to learn this stuff in depth. uh, It's great. You know, it's something else they can do. So we have a few minutes left in the show. What I want you to do is get personal. And I want you to, because I think most of the time it's women who are converted and husbands who are unconverted, even though it goes both ways. I want you to talk about your struggles in our marriage and how you've dealt with them when they occur, and related to discernment of spirits and all of that. Because we 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 have a very happy and good marriage. The first five years was rough, but God be praised, the last years have been amazing. Um, what tell what have you done? Like, how have you used what you've learned to to help the situation?
0: Yeah. Um, well, God be praised. We we had a good, a wonderful spiritual director. Yeah. That led us both and. Um, which is big, you know, I think first was the recognition that we both brought darkness in. We right. knew that, um, we were so broken and we had said our fiat to the Lord, huge fiat on both of our sides, all in, what you're all in completely yeah. in because we were determined to break the, um, pattern of divorce in our family. Yeah, And we desperately wanted to put Christ at the center of our marriage, yeah. right? So it's so you know that's foundational right um but i couldn't wait on you right to get all that right mm-hmm. um and and you know my happiness wasn't in i couldn't find my happiness in you
1: you came to that realization and you yes. accepted that reality i
0: had to at some point now that doesn't mean it was easy right and i struggled with it and i did try mm-hmm. to make you make me happy <laughs> which <laughs> never works you, it doesn't work make you, you make know? me happy right. Don't that's a good line yeah <laughs> you know and and it just you know it wasn't working and i i remember in spiritual direction one time talking to to dear father john um i said you know i He he gets upset, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's conflict and he, he like leaves and what do I, you know, and then I pursue and blah, blah, blah. And he said, let him go,
1: stop pursuing, let him go,
0: stop pursuing, stop
1: trying to make him make you happy.
0: Right. And, and, and said, he'll come back, Mm -hmm. you know, and during, and. Of course, that's a huge cross because you're feeling miserable at the time and you just want to, you want to relieve the pressure and the pain. So you just want to talk until you're blue. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't help because it just drives the other person crazy. And allowing that space was important. Allowing you to go was important and give you time to process and then come back to talk about it. Now, God be praised. You were in spiritual direction. So that was helpful. But what I had to do in that moment was embrace my own cross of needing to fix and drive to resolution. And I needed to to deny that in myself, to die to that in myself and offer it to the Lord. That's one thing. Another very, very specific. Go ahead.
1: So the enemy would propose to you, you need to fix this. yes. And something you re- du- revealed earlier, and now now urgent, with intensity, urgent, right. urgent, urgent, right? So okay, and yeah, we're with, watch the clock. Yeah, just, I'm watching. it. An
0: urgency and imprudence, by the way. Right. And just because you think somebody something does not mean that it should come out of your mouth.
1: <laughs> you could say that a million yeah. times.
0: Yeah. Just because you think of something doesn't mean it should come out of your mouth, especially to your spouse. You must treat your spouse with respect and if you are driven to imprudence, to harsh words, to physical violence, um to any of those kind of things, that's not of God, that's demonic and you need to die to yourself a million times in that and not let that come forth and seek healing because that's a, that's an indication that you need healing. You know, the last thing I'll say about this and and this was huge for me is I pursued God with all that I was. You
1: did. I, I, I can bear witness to that.
0: With all that I was. I was so pained over my divorce, so pained at the, at the damage it had done to my kids, so pained at the misery um, that it was causing that I was determined to be healed and to do whatever God had asked because mm-hmm. I had made that promise before you and I met, mm-hmm. just shortly before you and I met, I had poured my my heart out in front of the Blessed Sacrament and I had said, Lord, if you are real, take over my life and I will do whatever you ask of me. I made that promise and I meant it and it, it changed the course of my life.
1: If you want to know how to do that, you want to know how to follow up on everything we've talked about on this show, apostoliva.org, A-P-O-S-T-O-L-I-V-I-A-E.org. Lots of free courses, lots of resources. And with that, we got to run. So we got to close the show.
0: Okay. Until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire, spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.